You're listening to the Health Uncensored podcast, episode number 18, and today we are talking about diet and health shaming and five steps to overcome this and free yourself so that you can finally find what it takes for you to look and feel healthy, energetic, and vibrant. So stay tuned. Well, hey there and welcome. Talia Lavore here. And this is a big episode today. I'm really excited about this because I think that this is something that a lot of people are not talking about, but it's really, really prevalent. And I've seen it showing up in my life, my professional life, my personal life. I've been talking to clients about this and other people. And it's something that I call diet shaming or health shaming. And I know you may have heard of things like body shaming, but you're like, what the heck is diet shaming or health shaming? So let me talk to you a little bit about what I mean by that. And let me start by saying that this really came up because I was recording a podcast with Cody Cabral. So that's going to be coming up in the very near future. And let me tell you, you are not going to want to miss this one. Cody is actually a model and she went through just a horrific couple of years of just crazy health issues, everything from just insane rashes that overcame her entire body to oozing and bleeding and eyes swollen shut. And I can't even tell you, I can't even begin to touch on this. But the reason that this came up was she was sharing her journey and she and I have known each other now for a little bit. And we've talked a lot about, you know, her journey and what she did to kind of regain and reclaim her health. And then over the time we've been talking, she's kind of identified how some of the things that she was doing had worked well for her, but she kind of plateaued and she started trying some new things, but she was kind of afraid to share that because she had built an actually a really big audience around what had worked for her which was largely completely eliminating sugar from her diet. And that was not just processed sugar, but all sugars, sugars from things even like fruit and vegetables. And more recently, she found that by adding in a bunch of fruits and some vegetables, she took her health to like another level. But she was almost afraid to share this with people because she had done so well with the previous dietary changes that she had made and she had built this big following and she had kind of preached, if you will, this idea of, you know, not eating any sugar and completely detoxing from sugar, whether it it didn't matter if it came from a pineapple or it came from a candy bar, that sugar was kind of the enemy. And yet over time, she realized that she could take her health to this next level and feel better than she had ever anticipated by shifting her dietary needs and what she was doing in her diet. And it made me think that, you know, this is a really prevalent thing in our culture today. So we've made a lot of progress over the last couple of decades. We've made, (laughs) we've had a lot of, um, steps backwards, but we've also made a lot of progress with a lot of people sharing these ideas of these different diets that can be healing to the body, whether they be paleo, autoimmune protocol paleo, the GAPS diet, the low histamine diet. There's all these different diets. But something that Cody and I talk about and something that I've pondered a lot is this fact that the problem with having these diets and these labels 
is they're built upon this idea that people fit into these boxes and that everybody fits into a specific box. Okay, well, if you have this, if you have an autoimmune disease, or if you've got Hashimoto's, or if you've got celiac, or if you've got this or that, you've got leaky gut, and you've got to do this diet. This is the only diet. This is the diet, the end all, the be all, the one that will fix you. And what Cody discovered and what she'll be sharing is that she doesn't fit into a specific box. And that was really challenging for her. And so I didn't like this idea that everyone fits into this box and that your body and your life and your needs are just really static and unchanging because that's completely unreasonable. It's completely not true. And it also keeps people from actually achieving their best health because it's you, you know, I cannot get it. You know, we have this desire, this desire to belong, to be accepted, to share our philosophy, our beliefs, our goals with people. And we find something that works with us. But if we kind of try to limit ourselves and be stuck and fit in these boxes, we're really keeping ourselves from achieving the health that we can we can really, this level, this next level that we can get to. And it's not just the next level, but the next level and the next level and the next level. And it's almost like we're on teams. So if you may have noticed this, if you've followed like the paleo diet or AIP diet, these people who are bloggers, who blog, you know, create recipes and who are advocates for these diets, if they step outside of that diet at all, if they're seen eating some rice or something like that, they just get ridiculed by this, you know, community and by some of their followers. So it's like you're part of this team, which feels really good, but then God forbid you step outside of that and you get ridiculed and you're judged and you feel guilty and you're like, you go out to eat. And even though you may tolerate something that's outside of that diet. So let's say you tolerate rice just fine. Let's say you're on the autoimmune paleo protocol, but then suddenly you're able to have goat cheese or something like that. And you tolerate it. You listen to your body. Your body tells you, okay, I'm doing okay with this. Great. But you feel this tremendous guilt because you're thinking, oh my gosh, either one, this is the diet that really liberated me and helped me feel better. Or two, and you know, I'm going against it. Or two, I'm going to be ridiculed and judged and criticized by the people in my community. And my theory is that if this is just really another form of like shaming and instead of body shaming, it's diet shaming or health shaming. And in reality, nobody benefits from this approach or this philosophy. It kind of be like, it kind of reminds me like, you know, let's say you were, you know, you had your boyfriend, your first boyfriend, you're in ninth grade, you know, and it'd be like you outgrew that boyfriend, but you never left him because it was your first boyfriend. You know, you had your first kiss with him and you went to the prom with him, but then, you know, he had different interests than you. You were interested in this. Maybe he was boring, whatever it is, but you outgrew him. But it'd be like if you just stuck with him even though you outgrew him just because he was the guy you kissed first or he was the guy you went to prom with. So it seems ridiculous in that, you know, scenario, but it's very similar if you think about that. So, you know, sometimes these diets worked really beautifully for you and they helped to heal your body, but they may not be meeting your needs now. So another way I thought of this is it kind of be like having 
one of the original iPhones. And someone said, Hey, you know, here, would you like to try this new iPhone? Okay. It's like 10 generations beyond the original iPhone. We've spent years making it better, faster, smarter. We built it to meet your needs and more specifically your needs now, what you need in this moment. And you say, Oh, no, no, thanks. I really prefer this outdated version, right? Like, At the time when you first had that first iPhone, I remember even when like the first touchscreen phone or the iPad or um, the iTouch or whatever the heck that was called came out. And it was like mind blowing, right? The fact that you could swipe your finger across the screen, that you could touch it and select things seems so mundane now, seems so ordinary. But remember when that first happened and it was like, holy crap, this thing is insane. But then... Each year, it was like, okay, well, now I have this, but I need something more. Okay, so now I that met my needs, but now I need something else. So it was amazing, and it rocked your world, and it was everything you ever needed until it wasn't. And maybe that's how health is, too. Maybe that's how diets are, too, is that we are these constantly evolving and changing people, and our needs change, too. And even though something Maybe it does work, maybe it doesn't work for you, but maybe it did and and you saw some great changes and you lost weight and your energy improved, but then it it just wasn't enough for you. Maybe you stalled, maybe you took a few steps back. So it's funny when it comes to technology, we're always making things better and we're doing it fast, right? Like it is changing fast. There is a very, very short time from when the market says it needs something to somebody tests it and creates it and puts it out there. I mean, we are talking really, really fast, right? The companies are constantly listening. They're listening to what the customers want and need, and then they create that for them. But when it comes to health and wellness and healing, it's not that way. You know, it's just totally different. And it's so funny that we can adopt this philosophy in technology, but not in health. So in health, if a doctor or provider changes their recommendation based on your needs or based on new research or what they're learning, what they're trying with their patients, they aren't respected, right? They're looked at as traitors or betraying this group or this tribe that they're in. Or if you're, like I said before, if you're used to a specific diet like paleo or AIP and you used it to heal your body and you had great success, but then you stall out or you plateau or you're moving backwards because your body has changed, your needs have changed, things are going differently in your life. You may have different stressors. You may have a different job. You may be in a different relationship. You may be living in a different environment. So many things change and your intuition is driving you to the possibility of trying a new approach, but you're afraid you'll be judged. Maybe you're afraid you'll be judged by your friends or your family or your doctor. You know, like you're going to go you know, out to dinner with your family, whereas before you ordered a steak and some broccoli and, you know, whatever. And now you're looking at just more of a plant-based diet. And, you know, the next thing you're hearing is, oh, so now you're vegan, right? Is that the newest trends? Is that what's next? The cricket diet? So, you know, what are my friends and family going to say? What's my doctor going to say? And so this is where true health and true healing, I feel like, is being paralyzed. And this really hit me when I was having this discussion with Cody. And it really hit me as I am like an eternal researcher. I am always looking. I'm always trying new things. And I've had a lot of things that have worked well for me personally, personally. 
that have worked well for my patients in the past that have worked well for my clients. But then I do, I see people stalling out. I see people plateau or I'll see people who are doing all the right, quote unquote, right things, but we're not getting the results. And to me, that means we're missing something. We're missing something. This maybe isn't the right key for that person's lock. And I I feel like it could be easy to get stuck and be like, well, you know, I usually recommend XYZ to my patients or I recommend XYZ to my clients. It's kind of like my thing, but it in this case, it's not working out. And I have that op- op- opportunity to either say, you know, I don't care. I'm seeing new research or I'm finding new things that are working now in these certain patients, in these certain clients. And I don't care if a lot of times I recommend this, I'm going to try this and see if it works. And then I'm going to have a new thing, a new tool in my tool belt. Or I could say, you know what? I normally, my thing is to say, okay, you need to eat this and that. And I'm afraid to step outside of that because people are going to judge me. But I'm an, I'm an eternal researcher. I'm, I'm always looking for more. I'm always looking for evolution. And I'm challenge, I want to challenge you today to consider that as well. And like I said, I think that this really paralyzes us in our health. We're too afraid of being judged. We're not confident. We're not exercising and trusting our intuition. And, you know, if we've been sharing our journey with our friends or family or maybe even social media like Cody. So initially when Cody started, she was she was a model. She was sharing pictures of modeling. And then one day she said, oh, my gosh, this isn't my life. Like, this isn't what I look like. I'm sharing pictures from a year ago or two years ago. I want to be more real. I want to share my journey. And so she started sharing her journey and what worked for her at the time. But now she's evolving and changing and things are different for her. So maybe you've shared with your family. Maybe your family knows you did keto or maybe your family knows you did paleo and you were successful with it. But now it's just not ideal for you or maybe it needs to be tweaked and adjusted and you're afraid of what they're going to say. You're afraid of what people are going to say in social media. And the same thing, like I said, can happen with doctors, right? So they won't stick their neck out. They won't dare step outside of the dogma that they were taught in school, you know, and they're no different. They're no different than you or me or anybody else. They don't want to be judged or even sued. We've created this, you know, it's very easy. And I often will kind of say what's wrong with with medicine right now and what's wrong with mainstream medicine or traditional medicine or you know, Western medicine. But I will say that doctors are afraid sometimes of stepping outside of this box because they're afraid that if they do that, they're not doing what's accepted and what's been shown to be okay and accepted. And they're stepping outside of that box. And when they do that, they're afraid that they can be sued. And we have created that environment for them. And they also, they don't want to look like some wishy-washy, you know, trading sides politician, right? Well, if what what are people going to think of me if I tell this one person that you need some more, you know, um, healthy fats and maybe a little bit more animal protein, but I tell this person, no, you really need to eat a significant amount of fruits and vegetables and really minimize your fats. What are people going to think about me, right? Are they going to think I'm like trading sides and all the time? Are they going to respect me? You know, and and forget intuition, right? Forget real life experiences. If it's not backed by a 
you know, double blind placebo controlled study. It's just a bunch of crap that can't be trusted. So we've really created this scenario, right? We've created this trap of false beliefs. And I've seen it become really prevalent and kind of invading into our opportunity to take it to the next level or to take it to that first level because I want to challenge this. I want to challenge this flawed and strict framework or maybe even more, it's more like a prison that we've built around our health and our ability to heal. And I think it came from you know, come, sometimes it comes from really good intentions. So people who identified and found out like things like the paleo diet, how much it helped them and gluten-free diets and all these different things, it really helped them heal and they shared their journey. But then that evolved into this, this, you know, concrete prison that people live in and they're afraid to climb out of that. They're afraid to open a door or a window. They're afraid to try something different, try something new, even if it means that you're going to take it to the next level and you're going to feel even better. Okay. So I'd like you to consider your health journey as this like magnificent choose your own adventure where you and no one else is in charge and things are always dynamic and fluid and changing. So I always think of this choose your own adventure. Now I'm going to tell something and I've shared this with a bunch of people and some people remember this, but some people don't. And I keep asking my husband, I don't know, I keep saying it thinking he's going to remember it just because I keep asking him. But I grew up as a child of the eighties, as I'm sure many of you, but I remember I would check out these books from the library and they were choose your own adventure books. So the book would start, you know, you'd start reading the storyline and then you'd get to certain points in the book where you got to choose which direction that story would go. So you got to choose what the main character would do. Would they stay and fight the dragon with a sword or would they go and find other people in the village to come help them or whatever? And based on what you choose, it would direct you to a different page in the book. And I was like guilty of always like peeking and just seeing like, okay, if I choose this, what happens, right? (laughs) So I always think for some reason, it just stuck with me. And when I think of health, I always think of it as this choose your own adventure, right? So you can choose if there's, there's not just one place that is the right place for you to go. You can try. So when I would read those books, I would say, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to try to, you know, my choice is going to be, I'm going to fight the dragon with the sword and I'd go and I'd read it. And if I didn't like the outcome, I went right back to page 116 and chose a different one. And so that's kind of an, you know, this, this idea I'd like you to keep in the back of your mind when we talk about your health and talk about, you know, having more flexibility and being more dynamic and and looking outside of the box when it comes to this. So let's talk about five steps that you can take to overcome diet or health shaming, to overcome your fear of being judged, and to allow yourself to determine what's best for you and your body, you and your unique and you and your unique and dynamic needs, because that's what it's all about, right? This is your story. This is you. You live with your body. You live with how you feel. You live with your thoughts and nobody else does. So number one, 
I'd like you to think about this idea of trying things on. So this really ties into that choose your own adventure. When I would choose my own adventure in that book, I was just trying it on and seeing what I felt about it. Did I like where that journey took me or did I not? You know, and don't get attached to the outcome. Okay. So if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that you're broken or doesn't mean that you're a failure or that you suck or you shouldn't be doing this or that you should give up. Remember this. And this is something that a mentor said to me and was very, very impactful in my life. The only meaning that anything has is the meaning you give it. So don't give this any meaning other than that didn't work as well as I would like it to, and I'm off to try the next one. Think about it this way. If you were going to go, let's say you needed something, right? Let's say you were shopping because you had a need. You got invited to go to a black tie affair. So in that case, when you were shopping, you wouldn't be shopping for a bathing suit. You know, you would be shopping for an elegant gown, an elegant you know, dress, maybe, you know, some beautiful high heel shoes, whatever it is. And that's what you needed at that time. You try it on. Now, if you try on a pair of yoga pants, you realize, okay, that doesn't fulfill my need at this time. It doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm not going to wear yoga pants to go to this black tie affair, this black tie wedding, this award ceremony. It doesn't mean you suck or anything like that. It just means that's not what you need at the time and it doesn't meet your needs. All right. It'll be the next time you're going to need to go and shop for those awesome yoga pants that make your butt look really great. Okay. So it's the same thing. You try it on and even take it another level. So you try on a dress and you see how it fits. Does it fit well? Do you feel confident? Do you feel good? Do you feel energetic? Do you feel like this is it? Or do you not? Do you feel like, eh, you know, it's a beautiful dress, but I don't like the way I, you know, it's uncomfortable or it makes my boobs look too big and I'm self-conscious about my boobs or, you know, I'm high-waisted and I don't really like this. So, that's the same thing. You don't make it mean anything. You just keep looking for the next dress and you find the one that may fit and, and feels good to you. And that's the same thing. So number one is take this approach of trying things on. Don't make the outcome mean anything and just see how it feels. If it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't work for you, move on. Step two is trust your intuition. Have you ever listened to a podcast? Have you ever read a book? Have you ever read a blog post? Have you ever talked to a friend? Have you ever heard a speaker? And they shared something with you that you hear it and you're like, holy S balls, this is it. Like, it just makes so much sense to you that you can't even ignore it, right? You can't stop thinking about it. You lay in bed at night. It just it just makes sense, right? It excites you and it sparks this idea and this feeling of hope and possibility. And it just sends off your intuition alarm. Listen to that. Trust your intuition. If you hear something about foods that can be healing or that meet specific needs and that's like, wow, 
that makes a lot of sense. You know, in the past, when I ate those things, I did feel the best. Or when I did that type of exercise, it really did invigorate me. I didn't feel worn out. I felt like energetic. Anything like that. I mean, and this isn't just in your health, it's in anything in your life. But your intuition is your secret weapon. It is really your all-knowing GPS system, right? It's it's really, we all want that genie in the bottle, right? The genie that we can ask for a hundred more wishes or a million more wishes. And that's your, your intuition. It's the genie in the lamp. And it's the thing that wants to give you everything you ever wanted and ever desired. And only you have it. Okay. So I don't have it as much as I hope to guide you and inspire you and help you move the needle in your life. I don't have your intuition. I am not you. It is your unique gift and it is amazing. It is an untapped resource. It is a muscle you exercise. And I encourage you when you get that instinct, when you get those ahas, when you hear something that makes so much sense, you can't stop thinking about it. Go back to step one and try it on and see how it feels. Think about it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean that your intuition was off at all. So then that's another thing. I don't want you thinking like, oh my God, I listened to my intuition and it didn't work. It's all part of the journey. And I promise you, if you listen to it, maybe it not working is part of the road to get you to where you need to be all is part of the plan. Everything is always working out for you. It all has a purpose. It's all there for your growth, for your well-being. So trust your intuition and then try it on for size. Number three, step number three would be don't be afraid to upgrade. Don't be afraid to upgrade. So this goes back to that other idea before, right? So we don't even think twice. How many times have you gotten the new iPhone, the new Samsung, the whatever, the new car, the new boots each season? We all are constantly upgrading. We all have unique needs. We all have unique wants and desires. And we don't think twice about it when it comes to our iPhone, right? You want it. You know that you need that upgraded camera and nobody judges you, right? Nobody judges you when your car, your crappy old car just needs to get retired and you get a new car. Nobody judges you when you get the newest iPhone, right? No one says, what's wrong with you? You should keep that slow, cracked old screen that, you know, cut your finger when you swipe it with that broken ass charger with that jacked up this or that. Nobody says that. Nobody questions you. It's just the next logical step. It serves you better. It meets your needs and your what's changing in your life. So why is your health or your diet or anything else like that any different? It's not. If you plateau or if you're feeling like crap, it's time to upgrade. It's time to try something on. Try something on, see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, it's okay, move it on. But don't be afraid to upgrade. Step number four, I want you to repeat after me. Don't take anything personally. (laughs) Now, I know that this is easier said than done. And I am going to be 
straight up honest with you. I am working on this every single day. And I'm pretty sure that there's zero human beings out there who have mastered this, right? So this is one of those things that's a practice. It is not something we master. We just get better and better and better at it. But I know that this is going to make a huge, huge impact on your life. Okay. So if you practice this, this is a truth. This is a truth. And if you practice this truth and you make it a real belief for yourself, the more you say it and apply it, the more you'll benefit. And trust me, trust me, when I say that any judgment, any criticism of you, any snarky comment, any rude remark has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the person that says it. And if you want proof of this, I challenge you to look into it. Think about it. Think about, you know, when your sister makes a snide comment about you. So for example, I'll get really real. My sister has always had body image issues and we always, we all have our strengths, right? So I have, I had issues that she was really had no issues with and vice versa. But one of her problems was she had really she had significant body image issues and self-confidence issues. And so she would always, always say rude things to me like, oh, are you, you're looking really skinny. Like you need to eat more. And it used to make me feel, it would just break me down and I would take it so personally. And I realized finally that this had nothing to do with me or how I looked. And it didn't matter, actually. She would say it sometimes when my weight was lower or my weight was higher because her interpretation and what she was seeing, her reality was different. It was based on how she was feeling. It had to do with how she felt about her body. It had nothing to do with me. So remember that. Take, you know, a moment and think about times where people have criticized you or judged you or made a comment like that and think about why they may have been saying that. I can guarantee you it has nothing to do with you. And you don't have to spend a lot of time doing this because you don't need to spend a lot of time getting negative and thinking about what's going on in their lives. But you don't we don't know. We don't know if somebody has just had a miscarriage, if their dog just passed away, if they found out their husband's cheating on them, if they grew up with a parent constantly criticizing them, making them feel like they were less than. We don't know. And it doesn't matter. Just remember that it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And your mantra is going to be take nothing personally. And I promise you, if you can truly begin to embody this and imply this, you will be set free. And it will free you up to do whatever it is you need to do to evolve, whether that's in your diet or any other place in your life so that you can try things on and not be afraid of being judged or criticized or anything else because it doesn't freaking matter. Okay. Okay. The final step, the final thing that you, I would encourage you to remember is inspired actually by Abraham Hicks. I can't keep, I can't, uh, own this one. I love Abraham Hicks. Some people love them. It resonates with me. And one thing that Esther Hicks says over and over and over is it's never over and you're never going to get it done. And this can be applied in so many areas of your life. But in this circumstance and in this, what we're talking about today, 
just remember that even if, even if when you try all these, so let's say you go through all these steps and you are like super liberated, right? You're like, okay, I tried paleo before and it changed my life and everything was amazing and I felt so much better, but then I just kind of got stuck and then some things were kind of coming back and I am deciding to try different things. Like I'm going to go more plant-based or blah, 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 blah. So let's say you do that. Let's say you decide to try some new things on and you trust your intuition and you're like, I'm upgrading and I'm not taking anything personally. Even if you try these new ideas, these new suggestions, and you try these things and you feel amazing and your health just blows up, right? You feel phenomenal. You feel better than you ever felt, better than you thought you could ever feel. You will continue to evolve and you're going to continue to want more and to feel even better. And that's okay. In fact, it's better than okay. It's your purpose here in this moment and in this life. So just remember that it's never over and you're never going to get it done. So that is, those are just my five key steps, five suggestions to really overcoming this idea, this health shaming, this diet shaming, and just overcoming and breaking free from these kind of society imposed or doctor imposed or self-imposed walls that we put around our, our health or our diet or anything else in our life and breaking free and going to the next level and the next level and the next level. Because there's no reason to be afraid, to feel guilty, to feel judged. The only thing we're looking for is feeling better, feeling healthy, feeling energized and vibrant. So I hope that you found this helpful and that it kind of inspired you to take a chance to try something new when it comes to your health and your life. And I hope that you feel just inspired and a sense of relief. And I know that you can be liberated and see changes and results in your health beyond your wildest dreams. So as always, thank you so, so, so much for joining me today. I know that your life is insanely busy. You are juggling a million things. You have a million people that you can listen to, turn to for inspiration, guidance, education, And I appreciate that you chose to be here in this moment. And I'm grateful, beyond grateful, for each and every one of you. And remember, I love hearing from you, your stories, your questions, your feedback. So please reach out to me on Instagram at at TalulavoreHealth. You can follow me, DM me, and all the things, all the things that are Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And also, I'd love if you take a minute to head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and write a review. Give me a thumbs up. Do all the things. You can also go to the Anchor app. And I love this. I love this about the Anchor app. You can go and straight up record a message for me with your thoughts, your questions, or even any insights or aha moments you've had. Anything. Anything you want. Go in there, record yourself, reach out to me, 
I really, really serious. I am not, this is not lip service, people. I'm not joking. I want to hear from you. Please don't be shy. Same thing as for joining my uh, Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. It's hashtag health hacker. Go on in there. This is your opportunity to get direct access to me, direct access to a personal PA. You can come in and ask any question you want, and I will go in and answer. I will go in and give you my best guidance, interpretation. You have a question about a lab. You got a question about a medication, a supplement, an herb, an exercise, a specific diet, a pain in your toe, why your left labia is longer than your right labia. You name it, you can ask it. If you don't feel comfortable asking it, on the, in the group in front of everybody else, then send me an email, DM me on Instagram, but take this opportunity, please, 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 please take the opportunity to get answers to your specific questions and your needs. I literally love nothing more than helping with those things. And remember, share this episode, share this podcast with any other woman in your life, a friend, a sister, a coworker, Anybody that you think would benefit from this, that would enjoy it. We are doing some really big things together here. We are growing this together. And we do it by sharing and spreading the world word. We, you know how this works, right? Like we can create a massive movement here together. So please share this podcast. Leave me a message. Reach out. There are like, it's literally limitless possibilities for us for our relationship because, you know, we're getting to be besties here. All right. That's it for now. I'm going to stop yip yapping. As always, I hope you have a fantastic day, a fantastic week, and I will see you on the flip side.